no more Avengers, but yes, more podcasts. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Obviously, you haven't read Avengers vs. X-Men 5. Seriously. I have. Uh, or 6. I have. Way to keep up on the numbers. It ends with no more Avengers. No more Avengers. I got it. Do you, get, do you get the symmetry there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come you know, let's kind of have an artful discussion. No, I know. No more mutants. I uh, I want to say that no more mutants thing. Mm-hmm. That really pissed me off at the time because, like, okay, so tell me more if, about what you felt when wait, you were twenty one. If if <laughs> if the X Men are supposed to be like an analog to you know other races or other ethnicities, a minority or whatever, of any kind, a minority mm-hmm. of any kind. How do you solve that minority problem? What there just were less. What there were a lot less. Let's just get rid. The problem is there's too many. Let's get rid of them. Like that. That's that's what I didn't like. Because <laughs> behind the scenes, Marvel was just like, there's Ew. too many mutants. Yeah, Ew. they did. No, yeah. From a storytelling I, standpoint, Marvel, from a storytelling standpoint, Marvel writers just <laughs> said, here's a new superhero. They're a mutant. Look, they yeah. just, is, that's how they have powers. Is there. the X gene the only thing that separates every other superhero from a mutant? Yeah, that you're either born with the X gene, which gives you superpowers, or you end up with them I without know, It just that. occurs to me that every superhero who becomes a superhero after they were born undergo a mutation that is, and thereby a That mutation. is, in essence, the argument against uh, racism and bigotry. Oh, did I just solve it? That's what the point of the argument Hi-oh, is. Oh, thank that, you, everybody. That, did you notice we that? We just solved racism on Cape Crisis. Thank you, Spider-Man everybody. Spider-Man is mutated by radioactivity, <laughs> but, but he's not a mutant. That's the, he's that's like the elephant man. It's like, yes, you all have skin and organs and bones <laughs> and are the identical <laughs> species, but you're a different color. Man. That's weird. Man. Which is like, wait, did you get your powers before or after you were bitten by that spider? <laughs> after. Cool. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. I, I hope you grew up a normal person. Were you born with those powers? Come on. I hope Shriker is listening right now. We probably just made a whole lot of sense to him. Uh, so anyway, dudes, this is Cape Crisis, episode number 18. Um, Legal bitch. I am, the, I am the host, Henry Gilbert. H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G. One more time. On Twitter, H E N E R E. Can you put a Battletoads backbeat to that? I th- on Twitter, <laughs> I think that's important because uh, people have been asking me, and I think you more for a recommendation. And I, you, you're the guy I go to for all my recommendations. I'm just happy to see people caring about yeah. what we're talking about. I appreciate that a lot. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I I'm, am Brett Elston. Right? Yeah, that's <laughs> on his own intro. Right? And then I don't need any introduction, people. Also. The regular guest host, oh. Chris Antista. Yes. Yeah. And our special first time <gasps> guest, all the way from across the city. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Mitch Duck. There you go. <laughs> he forgot. Just like, uh, well, no, uh, that's good. as I was on. saying it. <laughs> no, no, as I was saying <laughs> I it, I was like, should I finish the intro and say his name myself, or should I? Should he say it? I, I should really choose at some point, but I don't mm. want to. Like <laughs> you got to commit. Yeah. Mitchy D on Twitter, I believe. That's the one. Mitchy D. That Hi. was my mistake. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Mitch. I'm here representing VG Empire. Oh, come on. Which is is currently doing better on the video game iTunes charts than uh, Cape Crisis. How, how did that happen? What? How did that happen? I can't help that. One, how, dare you? how did Cape Crisis get in the video set game section? <laughs> I don't even know. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, I ended up... Uh, uh, I was on this week's episode of, or last week's episode oh, of VG yes. Empire, which was Spider-Man music. Good times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that episode's uh, kind of intolerable to a degree. <laughs> because, well, the, I, I like all that Spider-Man music, but mm-hmm. the real meat of that is the Sega CD one. Like, just 
Mm-hmm. The, the track listing is right there, but mm-hmm. that Sega CD music, I have no apologies for whatsoever. You know, because it's so real good. music, though, like it's not, it's, it's not yeah, like MIDI, chippy, toony. No, it's total like Joe Satriani, yeah. guitar away. Because of that episode talking about. I think of one, I think it's Spider Man. Yeah. Because That's of that why episode when you, we talked about Mr. Big, it made me think of Extreme, <laughs> and so I've had uh, more than words stuck in my head like all day today. You know, guys, everybody has Spider-Man on the mind this week, don't they? I do. I do. That's why she's listening to a new episode of VG Empire. Spider-Man. Also, Spider-Man's- on LaserTimePodcast.com, Poison Popcorn uh, writer, Gamer Girl Talk, she's doing an article on the Japanese Spider-Man uh, show series. Mm-hmm. and It's it's viewable on Marvel.com. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's really totally great. Incredible. I've used funny pictures from that several times to be like... Phone's uh, picking up. <laughs> I've used I've used funny <laughs> pictures from it multiple times because mm-hmm. it's just it's still something people don't know about. Yeah. And you know, did you know Spider Man has been out in Japan for over a week? Like yeah, because yeah, they love Spider Man there because he's, I think it's because he's got a full face mask so he mm-hmm. looks just like Kamen Rider or Ultraman. Or, he does have yeah. that thing going. He's like a fall. Power Ranger in claws. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Totally. It, the, uh-huh. uh, Thank you, 1940s well, so Looney Tune character. Let's uh, do the first voice thing we voice do thing every week, boys. Whatever you say, uh, Hank. Which is, what have you been reading? Ooh. And I'll get us started. I'll actually say what I have been watching. Because, oh. uh, and playing. But, uh, so first off, I reviewed the Amazing Spider-Man game for uh, the website GamesRadar.com. Never heard of it. And... Uh, you know, I've seen other reviews out there. I'm on the low end you're the, of the You're the lowest on Metacritic. Currently, I'm the lowest on Metacritic with a 6. Some people have given it, I've seen, from like legit sites up to mm-hmm. an 8. I think you're uh, Greg Miller or Mitch. From, I think it was an 8. He gave mm-hmm. it a... No, it was 7.5. 7.5? 7, 7, 5. Or a 7. I can't remember which. But You don't have those uh, that 20 point scale to play with, man. What I do remember yeah. from reading the start of his was like his intro paragraph was all the same complaints as mine. <laughs> yep. Where it was it's like... It's not a great game. This is bo- like the city is boring. There's not enough to do. Too few things. You're fighting shitty villains. Well, fuck, man. Swinging around. But being Spider-Man yeah. swinging around is awesome. I mean, cinematically, the way he moves to the city oh looks God, really cool. Oh, my God. It's so awesome. Yes. Does, but I do. But when you told me more about it, it's, it does sound like... But it is super generic, and once it's you get so past that generic. glossy presentation of his movement... It's so generic. And well, like, is his movement any better than Web of Shadows? Like, it just, that was very ornate. Basically like, the same. Like everyone just played Web of Shadows. Yes, yeah. Web of Shadows is the best. Mm-hmm. Which yes. one was that? Was that the one before Beanox or the yeah, second one? Yeah, it was the Shaba game. Treyarch? Yeah. Beanox uh, has made three in a row, which were not that great. There were Shattered correct. Dimensions, which. Yeah. It's alright. I think Shattered Dimensions like from half a, of that game from a, is alright. From a fan service standpoint, <laughs> it's like is four the best games. Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah. It's, like it gives, I love that it happened, but yeah. But it's kind of crappy. Then Edge of Time was double crappy. Mm-hmm. Like, because they obviously had to just crap out. Well, they Sh- took the Shattered Dimensions. parts of Shattered Dimensions. Shattered Dimensions was four different Spider-Man universes yeah. colliding, and then they took, the what, the most popular universe from Shattered Dimensions and made a whole yeah. game out of it. No, it was just... Hey, this is amazing and twenty ninety nine together mm-hmm. stuck in a building the entire time like a fucking run of the mill boring ass building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's one villain in it, Anti Venom, who's a cool villain, but that's the only one you fight. But he's also but. barely really a villain in the first place. Mm-hmm. Well, meanwhile, in this one you fight sort of film. So, uh, so they take like film versions or filmic versions of Scorpion mm-hmm. who and Rhino. 
who they they imply that they started not as humans but as animals who are humanized, and so <laughs> that's why they say no. Apparently, this is in the movie. I'm guess, well, judging from the trailers, lizard unleashes some kind across, of gas. That Connor was actually species, just an iguana. Yeah, there's a cross species vibe. So yeah, but like Rhino and Scorpion are the biggest level dudes in the game. Well, like, anything more, and you start upstaging Lizard. Well, the Lizard's lizard. not the villain. Yeah. It takes place... It's one of the rare the movie been taken licenses. Care of. Yeah, it takes place after the movies, right. but comes out days beforehand. Yeah, it spoils the shit out of the movie, Spo- too. Oh, right? It pissed me off so bad. Like, an hour in, someone says a line that is just like... Thank, oh, God, Daredevil. Probably... Thank God Daredevil helped yeah. us out at the last minute. That was such <laughs> a great ending. Like, yeah, boy, I'm glad I don't know the ending of this I'm glad I know the ending of this movie now. I feel pretty great about this. And so, well, when is the movie comes out in America, well, this Friday? July third. July third. So, really, that far away? It's not even then, a Friday. Yeah, uh, a week away. Yes, but then, well, meanwhile, like yeah. they've got Scorpion and Rhino, and then they have the Iguana, who mm-hmm. is from the comics but sucks. Oh, like, God. I'd rather fight Stegron than the Iguana. Stegron. Me too. And then second is Vermin, who like sucks even God, more. God, really? I've Vermin, heard of none of these villains. Vermin oh. is one of the most depressing Spider-Man villains around because, yes. like. He's he's a rat boy who, who causes <laughs> plague, and mm. so Spider Man fights him because he's gross and like he <laughs> it's like it's him. an uncomfortably on point homeless man analogy yeah. mm-hmm. of like you spread disease and feed off the system mm-hmm. and are gross and made of dirt. But it's then he has the mi- he has yeah. a mind of a twelve year old, and he's just like, please don't hurt, please no, and like he's been tortured by Craven his whole life and mm-hmm. he's yeah. just he sucks it's bad <laughs> he sucks so yeah there's so much it's just and a, his name is Vermin Vermin, Vermin yeah mm-hmm. so it's just a B level game and then also do you have spider sense in the game yeah no, uh, that's no, the no, other no, thing no, you no. want separate license damn it, it I wanted that sound <laughs> effect to work we have that license for Marvel vs. Capcom there you go <laughs> it makes you think it, it wishes it was Batman like yeah, the, that the, the fighting cool. wishes so hard it was Arkham City but Ugh. it's just not as good can't stealth gameplay in Spider-Man. Stealth gameplay. How yeah, about it? It was a di- it was kind of a disappointment to me. But if you love Spider-Man, you'll settle for it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll would, settle for it three would, or four months from now when it's ten dollars. Mm-hmm. I would play, if I if for rental, I would play the crap out of it because I love Spider-Man. Hey, wait uh, two months. But like, wait right when you see Henry's preview of the next Spider-Man game in about a month and a half. <laughs> perfect time to pick up this uh, Spider-Man. They have to. Well, uh, Activision still needs something for November as well. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Well, right, we was a video game joke. In also, I uh, so that made me read since I had already had the film spoiled for me. I read mm-hmm. a couple of reviews from the movie now, and they were mostly positive. One complaint they had in it that is scaring me mm-hmm. is that their complaint was Spider Man is unmasked too much, mm-hmm. or doesn't wear his mask that much. I enough. not surprised. That's they want to have Andrew Garfield's. I hate oh, that so his ha- He's got a lot of hair though. I know. Seen that guy? I hate I wish that I had mask that off so much. I, I do, I do, yeah. but it, I, I know I've said that before. I never felt like Tobey Maguire was the Spider-Man character on screen because it was very, you know, it's very over CG. Yeah. And that in the third movie, when he took off his mask and fought Harry, that's Harry, yeah, it's Harry. Yep. Yes. Uh, uh, when he, that actually, oh my god, Tobey, it was like, oh my god, Tobey Maguire's been <laughs> Spider-Man the whole time. Like, <laughs> that, oh my god, it was Peter Parker all along. I mean, everybody else has at least a piece of skin showing, and like mm. Spider-Man's. Chin cloth doesn't even move when he speaks. That's so it, what I like about him. I know I don't dislike that about him at all. But it, it, like I didn't, you didn't even need to cast Tobey Maguire. Cast yeah, any Ben Savage. I don't, I don't care. Like <laughs> oh, and uh, then I watched a, and I actually I'll do a post about it on mm-hmm. Cape on LaserTimePodcast.com really? a little later. But 
So this is this is about a five year old documentary that was done in the BBC oh. called In Search of Steve Ditko. Which, huh. like, in case you don't know, Steve Ditko was the co-creator mm-hmm. of Spider-Man. And uh, he's, by choice, completely forgotten. Like, he chooses to never do interviews, never be photographed. Huh. Like, and he is alive and lucid and, like, has has an office in New York City, is reachable, but declines any interviews. So he's Alan and, Moore. No, he's rusty. more. No, they interview Alan Moore in the in the thing, and even Alan Moore. Goes, <laughs> yeah, Alan Moore they goes, talk to Bill Watterson and <laughs> Salman yeah. Rushdie. If Alan Moore thinks you're a fucking crazy person, well, yeah. So get it, it together. Sort it's it really out. awesome. It is different that it was made by uh, the Brits. Our British listeners will know Jonathan Ross, but I don't really know Jonathan Ross. He's like, wow, how would we was know that him known in Can- uh, Canada too? He what? He and I share a queen. Oh, what oh, does he I do? I know, he's a host of things. I once called him like the J. I thought he was like. Like the Jay Leno of BBC. Oh, of BBC. Is it something on He's Much Music? Really. He hosted a Penn and Teller show. Mm-hmm. Really? But I yeah, also, the one where they try to like figure out your magic. Trick. I didn't know that he had like I such a. Show. He talks it's like good. he's like a male Barbara Walters. He's like I'm Jonathan Walters. <laughs> Jonathan Walker. I think our British listeners will think it's funny. Hilarious. Can we talk about anything other than him? <laughs> okay. But anyway, wow. well, the cool thing about him is that he's a celebrity. He has such a level of celebrity in in Britain uh-huh. that he's a giant comic nerd, and he can oh, finally cool. just do. I want to do a documentary on Steve Ditko. Which who's who would ever pay for an hour long documentary on Steve Ditko? So he interviews like Mark Miller. He interviews Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. But then he goes to America and interviews like. Every important person from that time was like he interviews mm-hmm. Stanley's he interviews Stanley Spider-Man. He interviews Stanley's secretary from the sixties who remembers it then. He interviews John Ramita Sr., which mm. was like amazing. Like yeah, yeah. it's so good. And the huh. best part is they uh he I won't reveal if he finds Steve Ditko or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil, Game, Neil Gaiman Neil Gaiman it too. But um, I'm just guessing. there's a really good Stanley interview in it where Stanley like finally opens up a little because there's this point about Steve Ditko doesn't says he's the co-creator of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's, and in Stanley's heart of hearts, Stanley is the creator of Spider-Man because he as editor in chief back then came up with the idea. He said, I want a young guy who gets spider powers. He's Spider-Man and here's the concept. And then he gave it to Steve Ditko and Steve mm-hmm. Ditko in Lee's mind, Ditko executed it brilliantly. Mm-hmm. And so then so they're asking Stanley about it, and Stanley says, "Look, I said I consider Steve Ditko the co-creator. He wants to be called co-creator. He's a co-creator." And then Jonathan Ross is like, "Well, but do is he the co-creator?" He's like, "No, he is." He, like he finally just shakes his wow. head. Like I think the guy who came up with the idea is the creator. I could have given that to, and it's true. He says mm-hmm. I could have given that to any artist back then, and they mm-hmm. would have done it. And then. Ugh. And then Jonathan Ross says, well, but then it wouldn't have been the success it was. And then, then Stanley says, well, then I would have created something that wasn't a success. And then, <laughs> That's a great argument. Stanley. He has a good, I think he has a good point. I, Stanley an achievement. I thought it would yeah. make me hate Stanley more, but I think it actually like humanized him because it was one of these rare moments where Stanley yeah. wasn't the Isn't Stanley selling something? cartoon. Yeah. He wasn't the Stanley cartoon. What did we call him last week? He's like your grandpa, uh, grandpa's boyfriend. Grandpa's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. So sweet. But not related to you enough to care. Yeah. All right. And then I read some comics too. Spider-Man comics. Awesome. It was a very Spider-Man filled. Oh. Uh, I spent through the Amazon link on Cape on, on uh, CapeCrisis.com slash uh, 
I bought $120 of Spider-Man costumes. Wow. Jesus. Kicked a nickel back to Lazy wow. Do I look? Am I, are we sitting? Well, we're sitting higher on this. Uh, and money. these are on two Spider-Man collections. Wow, what? Amazing what Spider-Man fuck? Omnibus Number 1, which ah, yes. collects the first 30 issues of the John Romita Jeez. Stan Lee run. That's good stuff. And then, <laughs> and then the, the Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man... Omnibus of Dave Michelin, who it really should be called the Todd McFarlane Collection because oh. starting with two, it starts with two ninety seven all oh, really? the way up until McFarlane's last issue mm-hmm. of Amazing, uh, so which is like three three thirty three thirty six or something. Probably no, I think oh, it's like three thirty one maybe. Yeah, three thirty one. It was during the Cosmic Spy. It was at the end of Cosmic Spy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's split hairs. Anyway, there. Come on, all right, all right. I know something. just that you know. Just that you I know decided to buy them because. There was the omnibus number one, which was every Steve Ditko issue, mm-hmm. which after watching Search of Steve Ditko, Damn, I, I that, wanted I to get. That McFarlane one. But the, the Steve Ditko one is out of print and like going for hundreds of dollars. So then I see volume two is still in print. It came out a month ago. <laughs> you don't get and to- since it just came out a month ago, I... Like it was only fifty five bucks um, on Amazon, so you know buy it on Amazon, which you'll guys. find a link to underneath this. And article. also the David, assuming it's rectangular and can fit in the page. You should buy the Michelin <laughs> one. It's got a nice um, rendition of the three hundred one cover. Where would you buy this? Which that, is Brett? one of my favorites. Amazon.com. How? <laughs> Through the Laser Time podcast. Yes! <laughs> I know. I, know. I did <laughs> order Pokemon Conquest using Amazon points, by the way, it and you. it was delivered to a ghost, and I don't have it. <laughs> well, Brad, I know, that, I know that you'd prefer that the Amazing Spider-Man book have a 300 cover instead of 301 cover. 301 is a weird one to pick. Mm-hmm. What? 301 is the red suit cover. It's just the, the same pose it, but as it's, the black it's, suit. It's the follow-up to the iconic cover of 300. Well, he just he, he just colored over the 300 cover, really. But I prefer the 301 cover because I'm a red suit guy. I don't and care. That was the return, the definitive return to the red suit. I mean, after I, I appreciate what 301 does. Because uh, as everybody knows, at the end of 300, Mary Jane is so disgusted by the mm-hmm. symbiote suit after Venom attacked her. She commands, she pussy whips <gasps> Peter Parker into never wearing the black suit again. Now, as someone who hates when right. women are used to merely uh, nag, <laughs> nag, nag at men and have them grow up because uh, uh, you should your just, job, professional boner drainer. You should just grow up as a human being. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> it's actually done well. Like, no, it is. It's, it leads up from 298 and 299. And then there's, this, there's an actual, like, she's like, I can't even look at it anymore. Like, it's a real, like, traumatic thing because... Yeah. I don't remember where I touched on this. Mm-hmm. Was it whether it was this show or Mad? It's the racist show, I think. I thought nope. I thought it was the Spider-Man VG Empire, but it, I guess it wasn't because I didn't hear it when I was editing it. But the point of that Venom was actually scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that point is totally lost at this point. But that first appearance mm-hmm. is like genuinely like that's creepy as hell. He and he murders people. Yeah, he straight up murders like innocent people. Oh, and yeah. it's just it's just presented so slow and methodical. And then mm-hmm. when you see the eyes in the dark, you're like, oh, it's Spider-Man. And you don't even know. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jane's, hey, Peter, blah, 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 what's going on? And then it just grows to teeth yeah. in, in the dark. And then she's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like, it totally terrorizes and her. And he was super dangerous. Like, he knew who he yes. was. He, he wasn't it afraid was to unprecedented kill people. That- like, when you saw him around Aunt May, you're like, he could just kill Aunt May right now. You wouldn't care. Yeah. Like, and he, the fact that he, was, he wasn't he was like Osborne, who would try to use the company mm-hmm. or would only do it in the goblin persona or whatever. He was like, hey, I'm on your doorstep. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like. But then Marvel had to decide he should be his own character. But if you want to read Venom, like truly, like done well, awesome, and he's not going to look like the Venom you know because McFarlane drew him quite different. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man two ninety eight brief cameo two ninety nine. 
important setup. Mm-hmm. Three hundred, the full story. You can just really buy good. the Amazing Spider-Man, David Mitchell, awesome. and Omnibus. I, I've been trying. I've actually been trying to find some place it's that really did good. collect all of that, mm-hmm. and there's it hasn't really been a decent trade that does so. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a Venom the, movie be, like being yeah, fast tracked. We'll see. And then the next time they meet with McFarlane, I think it's three sixteen and three seventeen, mm-hmm. which is also a really good story. And that's oh, when he gets a little those. toothier and droolier. He's he's getting closer to the Venom you know, but it's not until Eric it's Larson, Larson who goes crazy with it. I'm starting to realize that I've never read any important Spider-Man comics whatsoever. <laughs> like, I dabbled in it as a kid when I was like, I'm gonna get comics, get comics out. What about that one uh, Elson got where he uh, Spider-Man reveals he's been molested? Is that a real thing? That is totally a real thing. It's barely a real thing. It is a very real thing. I don't know how continuity it is. I don't know. Spider-Man looked pretty upset. All right. I'm sorry. I I really took over this what you've been reading. No, it's... uh, Let me pass it to whoever wants uh, to go next. I read... uh, AVX. I've been reading Avengers vs. So AVX. should I be reading that? Because uh, I actually think it's pretty but... cool in the mm-hmm. sense that it's another event comic, but they're not drawing it over six months, which yeah. is what really okay. just wears me out. Well, and it's bi-weekly. It's so. bi-weekly. Okay. That's, I, also I will prefer. say the AVX side story fighting only issues are mm-hmm. totally not worth it. Huh. I like them. They're, they're fun. So the last the one? Core the main, the main yeah. book, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, AVX, there's AVX. Yeah, there's AVX. And that is just, mm-hmm. I think it's just a crock of shit. Like, is I, it at least I don't know. No, okay. I want to defend AVX. Like the Black Widow fight is like, all right, that one kind of There's sucks, no but... resolution. Thing has been in two of them. Spider-Man and Colossus just kind of like, bye. All like, right. none of them really <laughs> resolve in but anything. But the artist's... It's the best artist, like awesome artists doing it. Like I know, Steve but it's like you have the... a whole issue to dedicate to a fight, and I just feel like none of the fights have wowed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which, which normally I'm like, no, the plot is important. I get it. The fights don't need to take, but that's the point. Yeah. They go out of their way to use an issue, a page of the comic to tell mm-hmm. you, shut up about your story, nerd. This is just <laughs> about fighting, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I just wish. Uh, they were more. I did like really the Cyclops. Were. I like the Cyclops Gambit one, though. I'll say that. Or the Captain America Gambit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was cool. I like Spider Man Colossus, but I am a I'm a I'm a sucker did, for Juggernaut Spider Man fights. I did <laughs> like the Colossus Spider Man. I was just like, oh, there was just two. Well, yeah, that well, that one is one of the ones that ends with like shrug. Yeah, and, but what I did read though was they came out with the second Infinity comic or Infinite. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, the motion comics that are only on I. Yeah. I it's like this was the one with the moon. Yeah, the one with Cyclops. Uh, yeah. After he's, uh, I don't want to spoil. I did not know they were going to release those infinite titles like that. That's really awkward. It is awkward. Yeah, there's uh, issue zero and issue six, six. of Infinity. Really? Yeah, like, well, yes. that's where they play into the they they tie in directly to AVX. You know, they, yeah. Yeah, but what Avengers happened to Nova? I, Nova, yeah. I, Nova just disappeared. I love Nova. Mm-hmm. I want to see Nova. Yeah. Didn't he get married? Right now, nah, but uh, no, the new the new uh, Infinity or is Infinite or Infinite? Infinite Infinite mm-hmm. was actually cool. Like I'm kind yeah. of sold on this I love idea. It. Okay. And it's a dollar ninety nine, which is cheaper than the yeah, comics. What yep. is up with Marvel's comics? Yeah, like nine dollars than every other comic. Did we lay that out? That like, uh, if somebody, it's four dollars. It's, it's four dollars because if, they, if it was any less, people would stop going to stores and comic stores well, would cease to exist. Want to be friends with the store? Well, yeah, it's, like it's it. also not just the the mom and pop stores. It's also just like the actual retail chains yes. that still bother to carry the comics. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. if you undersell us, we'll stop carrying your yeah. comics. Right. Mm-hmm. And anything, so then they lose all that money. And it's like, well, is the uptick in readership going to go up so much mm-hmm. that everyone who's in what's left of Barnes and Noble or every newsstand in the country or whatever mm-hmm. not <laughs> buying them? Does that actually whip? You know, does it balance out? How do you go about yeah. buying analog back issues nowadays? You don't. Are Nobody they cheaper? Oh, you have to go to like eBay, Marvel site. You have, you have to, to go, go to, to like Diamond Comics website. 
Wait, now you go to or, comic shops that have back issues. Like, yeah, but how far back? Like, anymore. a single issue shit. By the time there's like a trade out, the, the comic of my uh, the comic stores from home. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe not in the Bay Area where I, there's no room for anything. Yeah, but, like, like I have yeah. not seen a lot of that shit. There are the no old comics. The long boxes are gone yeah. from most places. No, like I could though. take you to five different comic shops that do that. Really? That have rows and rows of that. Is the one next to uh, over in the Hate do that? No, no. Like the ones in the city, I agree. None. Like okay. very little. So I haven't seen that ever. But when I go home, like I could yeah, take you to any number true. of stores that do that. Yeah, so there's, I, in Jacksonville, there's Universe of Superheroes. I think they still have. Plus, you have you have Comic Con, WonderCon. Like that's your other okay. best. All bet. books have up. Yeah. All books. I can't wait I know, to hear I know, I, I know the guy Con. you're referencing yep. with that voice. Well, yep. it's the same. It's All the same group of carnies that likes. The, the same carnies rent out three spots I know, I know. in every convention. And hire just giant black barkers to, to well, no, yell they're, half no, price. they're all carnies. Then it's <laughs> like a dirt, it's like a fat old lady who sits mm-hmm. down the whole time like, eh, just a horrible Jim Varney Here's your dumb nerd shit. <laughs> I spend the most time at that, that Fraggle Rock Strawberry hey, Shortcake no. booth, and they're just the I know, sweetest ladies. I know the one. I actually oh, we have it on that stupid Human Centipede Comic-Con I podcast from last year. Oh, here's my complaint about Avengers. I forgot we did that. Mm-hmm. Here's my complaint about Avengers vs. X-Men. That they keep saying, they're like, oh, we know what the Phoenix did. It killed Jean Grey. This is where Jean Grey died when she was the Dark Phoenix. No, she wasn't. Yeah. The whole, like, this is fact. Like, this is fact that they're just, Fact, this happened, guys. Maybe Bendis doesn't want to recognize this continuity. But he wants to cons- whitewash Marvel history. The continuity. Pretend this happened. The continuity <laughs> is that the Phoenix Force took over Jean Grey and mm-hmm. replaced her in a Jean Grey-like body while Jean Grey was in the bottom of the Hudson Bay right. for three for like a year. Yeah. The Jean Grey that died in outer space and was the Dark Phoenix was not Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that is weird. They keep referring to it like, we know the Phoenix has killed Jean Grey before. The year, you're interested in this because what, the Phoenix did Jean Grey? Like, Phoenix didn't do fucking shit to Jean Grey. So wait, where is, where is, is Jean Grey still dead? Jean Grey is dead. Mm-hmm. And she was killed... With the Phoenix Force, the different Phoenix Force, Again, not the yes. one. They're referring to classic Dark Phoenix Force when they're talking about that, not Graham Morrison when he gave her the Phoenix Force and oh, then a fake Magneto who was pretending right. to Zorn. be Zorn. Yeah. Gave her an EMP to the body that killed her immediately. Again, I feel like and then this... she chose to stay dead so she could then tell the White Queen to have sex with Cyclops. The so Cyclops would keep open Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. So well, it's, it's, that, whole, who... that whole thing is exactly how I thought every comic book yes, podcast exactly. sounded. Yes, exactly. Like, I don't read a lot of superhero <laughs> comics, and that was, like, the conversation to define <laughs> all things that are wrong well, with goddamn superhero well, comics. Well, it is X-Men. That's, yeah. that's, X-Men that's, is that's the fair. most common. So, mm-hmm. that's my thing. Like, is Avengers versus X-Men, it's part of the Wolverine X-Men thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I haven't read X-Men in, in like, a year, right? So I tried reading last I year's X-Men shit. X-Men as long as you know the Phoenix saga. Last year's X-Men stuff was insufferable. Oh, yeah? It was just so boring. Like, I don't know how I just that, generally that, don't. that many pages had nothing happen in them. Yeah. Except dramatic bullshit. I, I, people yeah. I well, going don't back care about. and getting comics from like the early to mid '90s, and then getting comics today, I am actually surprised. Like every page contains more conversation <laughs> than movement or action, yeah. and, and I like it more. Mm-hmm. I tried reading the '90s X Men stuff, man. I could not hang. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, it's tough. The best X Men that I've read in probably. 10 years mm-hmm. uh, was obviously Joss Whedon's Astonishing X-Men. Oh, my God. So yeah, good. Because, really? That was like, good. I think it was because not only because we Also, the art writer, with Cassidy's art. Is the really art good. is the best, but also not only is he a good writer, but he has he has the, uh, the, the heft to say, 
I don't care about your dumb bullshit stories. <laughs> yes. I'm putting my stories over here, and yeah. you guys make it work with your shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My stories do what they want. Yeah. They're, and they're fantastic for it. Mm-hmm. And also, he brings back Colossus. Colossus. Yes. like, shut yeah. up, Colossus is not dead. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, here. There's Colossus, and here's Kitty Pride, who matters again. Yeah. There. And also, uh, what the, re- the story you were actually referencing, Planet X and Here Comes Tomorrow. Yeah. That's <laughs> actually... Here comes tomorrow. Here comes tomorrow. Uh, Next gen episode or X Men comic? Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, I can't believe you didn't use Arsenal of Freedom. Arsenal of Freedom yeah. is that a Star Trek episode? What is it? Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. There's less yeah. of them. It's a Star Trek episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, because that's the next gen one that I'm like, uh-huh. oh, he didn't use Arsenal of Freedom. Come on. Anyway, uh, that that storyline is actually really cool. That's how George yeah. W. Bush got reelected. Planet X <laughs> and um, Here Comes Tomorrow. It was uh, actually really cool. Well, Chris, what did you write? Well, ask Mitchie first. I want to bitch about vaguely religious. So I've been reading this hot new comic called Preacher, if uh, anyone's heard well, of that. Well, welcome to 1995. Yeah. So I've, I've only discovered comics within the last, like, five years. Dude, so did you guys see the movie? It's oh, way better a, than the books. Is that a real thing? No, Chris. This is a this is a old reference for you new listeners. That Chris said there was a preacher movie, and then I was like, "Was there really?" And he was really thinking about the about the angel movie that starred Paul Bettany. No, there was a movie called oh, Priest. Fuck. Priest. Priest. I was thinking of Priest. Yeah, not Legion. Those are so I was different. Of Priest. Oh yeah. my god, but Legion. no Preacher. Yeah, I, okay. but can you imagine knowing Preacher and seeing that in in my mind, <laughs> thinking that was Preacher? They really fucked us. They Preacher. really, they really <laughs> took it too far. All right, so I've gone. Preacher was my favorite when it wasn't being published. Preacher was one of my favorite books. Totally understandable. But as I've grown up, like I like it less. How I, come? I feel well, okay. How far are you in it? Uh, not far. Like three trains. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I actually, so I started reading. I started reading it like four years ago, and then stopped. Mm-hmm. So I stopped when they started explaining the Saint of Killers backstory. Right. So here, I I think uh, my biggest compliment to Preacher is the mm. se- I think the second collection until the end of the world is my favorite. One of my favorite comic storylines. That was really like, great. I love that mm. one so much. And as like a Southerner who tries to escape the South, <laughs> like it really spoke to me. Like, so uh-huh. I really, I really like that. Even though he's a Texan and I'm Arkansan, they, we do not get along. But anyways, anyway, so but after about the fifth trade, I felt Garth Ennis got too jokey. Like number really? one, he got what? too jokey. He got too silly. Like there's co- there's always comedy in Preacher, but mm-hmm. sure. he gave into the comedy aspect too much. And then on top of that. He made his main characters invincible, like and or infallible, I should say, not invincible. Like Jesse Custer is always right, always one hundred percent doing the correctest right thing. Sure, and he's unbeatable. Like and so while you, meanwhile the villains are the worst people in the world. They net like there's no shades of gray. Like, I mean, uh, so you hate Optimus Prime? <laughs> no, because that's for I children. Am like, that's for children. So early on. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm just Speaking scrolling. of which, Mike Grimm has an article called "A Man Babies Delight Hot Wheels: <laughs> a Beginner's Guide to Collecting Tiny did it, did it fake post? Cars." Yes, it's live. Oh it my god! It Why did. am I here? All right, but I'm sorry. <laughs> what What do you? Uh, what are your thoughts? So on I, I don't know. I, I'm not seeing any of that yet. So as it stands now, it's just like a bunch of shitty people that are awful to everyone around them. But they're great. awesome, and I like them all. Yeah. They're all just really cool characters, and they're doing really horrible. That's shit. what made Seinfeld so awesome. <laughs> so, a bunch of despicable so people. How do, the, themselves. how do the '90s references do you? Like the uh, say Arseface who shot himself, tried to kill himself after Kirk right, Cobain. After Kirk Cobain. That's himself. fine because like I, I like or the or the so. jokes about Rush Limbaugh. The or, my so-called life episode. What about the Gingrich, right? 
referenced yeah, that book, and I was exactly. like, what the fuck is going on? What about no the, the whole, could I be any more? Pre- <laughs> Damn it, I ruined it! <laughs> Damn it, poor Elsa. Could I be any more preacher yeah. story? I'll like? give you a comedy whistle for the effort. Was, I've never watched Friends, so it was lovely. Yeah. Oh, man, you're but I, I do think Preacher is a great is a great book. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've only, I mean, I've, I've owned it for a long time, and only now getting to it. So that's what I crank away at nights. But on the trains, I've been reading American Vampire, which is also not new. But I not. actually haven't read that one. The, the, it's really fucking cool. I actually did download it to... They had a cheap sale on Amazon Kindle. I yeah. downloaded the Amazon Kindle the version. The Vertigo sale or whatever. Yeah, the Vertigo sale. It does does look good. I, I See, that, that's another... Maybe it's just I like books with like shitty people as the protagonist. Mm-hmm. I, do. I do. I do. I very much do. So you have out. you watched The Shield? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, oh, I haven't, but I haven't seen it. Uh, okay. I like being able not to side with anybody, but then like... So yeah. then you should absolutely read American Vampire, because like mm. the main character... Not the main character, but like the main guy. The guy they put on every cover who shows up for two minutes in every book is like a really shitty guy, and he's the vampire who's turning people and killing people all the time. Mm-hmm. But he's really cool, and you really want to be his best friend. But it's a, it's just about... It's a very, you know, a very human story about these people who just happen to encounter <laughs> vampires. But the way they divide the book is, like, the first half, like, first three quarters of it is mm-hmm. just, like, 19-something-something L.A., like, 1920s L.A., mm-hmm. about these actresses who encounter these vampires. But the last, like, 17 pages of every book Shirley is Temple. short stories by no. Stephen King that are flashbacks what? to, like, 1800-something, like, during this vampire's process of becoming mm-hmm. a vampire and figuring out that he is a vampire and that he's a different kind of vampire, like, he's impervious to the sun and all of this shit. Mm-hmm. And it all just kind of comes together with these different chapters. So you see the past and the present, or I guess, you know, the present of the 1920s or whatever. I don't want to say lost. Like lost. Yes, exactly. No, no, it's I, lost with vampires. I'll compare it with, with, to Buffy because I did like seeing where Angel came from and like all the time periods he lived through. Sure. And it, I mean, it's, it's way better than that. There's no David Boreanaz doing a shitty Irish accent. I was going to say his <laughs> accent. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it did happen. <laughs> Yeah, that did it's, happen. It's cool because it, it's weird right now because you know everyone loves fucking vampires because they're all the rage. Specifically, vampires that fuck. <laughs> yeah. vampires. Uh, these vampires True don't really fuck. They just kill everything. Uh, they just murder all th- all things. Man, but That's, it's it's a different kind of vampire story. It's very very old fashioned 1920s LA. So the setting is very appropriate. The characters behave. Everyone's mm-hmm. racist and terrible to everybody. So you know you'll be into it. Woo. Cool. So what have I been reading? Yes, I, I think you're know. getting at. Um, well, uh, if there's a Comicsology sale, odds are I'm reading all of it. And there was a Fantastic Four sale that used to be my favorite comic as a kid. So I read like from up until Civil War until like. All right, wait. Who is the writer? Two though? years ago, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> well, there's some very good Fantastic Four stories from the past eight years, but then mm-hmm. there's also a bunch of filler, horrible ones. Badness. There's yeah. some silly stuff, but I love. I, I don't know. I still sort of love what, that. Do you remember what you read? I, like everything that happened through the Civil War, um, or well, through Civil War, I don't care. The, be, Dwayne through McDuff, it, the epilogue, um, and then into the initiative and um, new Fantastic Four, like right into fucking Black Panther and Storm. Um, okay, see, me. that's right before mm-hmm. the Miller Hitch run, which was a really good the Doom book. stuff. Mark Miller writes good books. Yeah, well, this is. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! Whoa, hey, you, Mark Miller, hater <laughs> around here. I I like some of his stuff. Uh, wait, when was the when was the whole Doom? Yeah, the with Mark, Brian Hitch. Yeah, the Brian Hitch Miller stuff happened not too long. At, it's right before Dark Reign. Like okay. it's, it's during Secret Evasion. It got to ignore Secret. And Evasion. also, there's a really cool storyline. It might have been when Waringo was still doing it, where uh, Human Torch became a Herald of Galactus. Yeah, that was uh, right. that was that was pre. I think that happened during Disassemble. Okay. If you want to put it around Marvel, it really, really made me happy there's, to reaffirm that that's their villain. 
What Galactus? Like that is yeah. that's one of the Fantastic Four's best. A lot of that's, Fantastic Four villains get kind of taken as the, yeah. like Doom appears everywhere. Yeah. Galactus yeah. kind of goes everywhere too. And... But yeah, I don't. <laughs> Stop it, <laughs> Brett! Sort it out. He went for four. He went for four. You Bless you. Get an uh, achievement. I'm gonna have a heart attack. Uh, I don't remember what the story, the name of that story is with Brian Hitch, the artist. Yeah, and then. Who wrote was it? It Miller? was Mark Miller. Yeah, yeah. The Fantastic Four when they did really cool with Doctor Doom. Sixteen issues, like three, four, four issue stories. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's collected somewhere. But oh, you yes. guys really took the what am I reading? Part oh, I'm of this sorry. Thing. So Fantastic uh, Four, you yeah. like yeah. it, huh? Uh, what do you think? No, I just Bruce? it was just nice to reconnect. Uh, Fantastic Four was something I read a ton of. Like it's something like it said, it said the world's greatest comic on it, and the moment I saw it, I believed it. The world's greatest comic magazine. Comic magazine, and uh, it, it veers from that to forget. I mean, when it, it can get terrible, and generally, when a new, when a creative team leaves it, mm-hmm. unless you immediately recognize the name of the person that's coming on, mm-hmm. I generally leave because I've been stung too many times mm-hmm. by some people a dozen like, issues that aren't good. Some people like the current John Hickman run. It's, it's I, gotta, I don't like it. It's got to be weird, that, like just as like as who they are. Like they have no alter ego horse shit to deal with, no mm-hmm. origins. Every they're, they're one of the oldest superhero teams in the fucking world. One of my one of my biggest annoyances with uh, I have two two annoyances when people write Fantastic Four. No, three mm-hmm. three annoyances when somebody comes on Fast Fantastic Four. First, mm-hmm. they go like. I'm going to write the greatest Doctor Doom story ever. <laughs> yep. And almost every time it's like, nah, it's just another Doom story. Like, you didn't, you didn't, this you, kind of flops. You, you reaffirmed his key and core personality traits. Thank yeah. you for that story. And then the next one is, oh, the, uh, I bet nobody's ever had ben, him turn back into Ben Grimm. <laughs> Uh, the thing should turn back and then Graham. Like, no, it happened so many times. Like, he shouldn't be that sad about being the thing anymore. He's, yep. <laughs> he's turned back a lot of times. It's like a vacation. Yeah. And third, mm-hmm. I hate, and Mark Wade, when he was writing it, didn't do this, which I really like. Mark Wade's entire run, amazing. There's, mm-hmm. there's a danger of making. Unthinkable, everybody. Unthinkable. There's a danger of making Sue Storm too domestic. Yeah. And yeah. She is the mom of the group. But she's also an ass kicker. Like in Mark Waite's thing, he made a point mm-hmm. of her being. Yep. He actually says the character states she's the most powerful member of the team. Yeah, and she and it's is. Doom that says it. It's Doom that says it, and like he chooses to possess her out of all the people he could possess because she's the strongest. But then, like in Hickman's book, he has these scenes where she's acting like everybody's mom. Like she makes she makes Spider Man a sandwich and cuts the crust off the edges. Like. <laughs> I get that it's supposed to be a cute scene and show like they're just not the Fantastic Four. They're they're a family. Like mm-hmm. I get it, but she wouldn't make sandwiches for people. She's she's been the leader of the fucking team. Like all she does in in Hickman stuff, most often she's just bitching, like doing their usual stupid stuff when they don't have anything else for Sue to do of saying to Reed like you work too much, Reed. I miss you. Like, fuck you. Come on. Where her personality, where her key defining characteristic is girl. Yeah. That's why I hated so much about in the Rise of the Silver Surfer movie. Oh, like, he yeah. has to... I know he's having to postpone your wedding, but the Earth is ending. Oh, yeah. Reed has to figure this shit out to save the planet. So maybe don't bitch like, well, he always in your lab. That's so stupid that she would say that. Only that it makes her like not only a like a bitchy lady character, which is a terrible. Okay, wait, we're never going to get through the what are you reading portion of the program <laughs> if you take everything and run with it. Let me let me just let me just keep going into because uh, I just comicsology another sale. 
uh, the Watchmen before Watchmen was uh, yeah before Night Watchmen Owl. they're selling no, ones for every artist who's working yeah every artist is it was Brian Azzarello yes writer and, and artist and I read I read Broken City uh, the Broken City portion of Batman which was pretty fucking it's a really rad. good one really it, good it was yeah it was pretty I don't know just so old school Batman it had a great line that said uh, this asshole's sick yeah but so am I I'm gonna make this whole <laughs> fucking city my doctor. Like, yeah. damn, Batman, yeah. The Batman yeah. cries in that, too. Yes, he does. Like, like a bitch. bitch. I remember like a reading bitch. that, and I read it only because it followed Hush. Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. I've been reading Hush. That's why many people read it. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. the only reason I know Broken City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, the, covers, so good. the covers were all really cool. Yeah. So I, did, I wanted to go, like, uh, that sort of provoked me. I have two silly comic-related situations. Uh, um, a friend of mine brought over their retina screen iPad. Mm-hmm. And holy, you mean the one I've been bringing over every week. Yeah, but I hadn't read any <laughs> comics on it. Like, like more than like you showed me one. Yeah, like this is how it looks. But I, then to don't, like, don't touch it though. To read, to read one, and then it was we were in the car with you, and we were like, we both have Kindles. You were looking at um, Spider Man, and then like, oh shit, Henry, you don't do guided view. I'm like, no, that sucks. I want to see the whole page, and no. I never, I did used to. Well, no, no, no. I like, I want to do guided view, but I want to see that whole fucking page when I'm done. Comicsology. The app on the Kindle is the absolute worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. When it has an update, it sends you an email telling you to delete the app, lose all ah. your comics, and re-download it again. That's how it gives you an update. Nope. Yes. And, uh, and That's very bad. And then I'm also getting Marvel codes, and there's no Marvel app on the Kindle. So I just really? like went into, went into Best Buy because I got a line of credit there. Uh, it was like my friend, my ex-lady friend was over here. Uh, and she's like, mind if I watch soccer? I'm like not at all. Watch. I'm so bored. I'm gonna go buy an iPad. I, I want to read. I want to. Uh, I want and, and it's weird because Best, like you know, Apple really does own that shit. And like Best Buy, you know, doesn't really make any money off iPads, so they have to ask you a ton of questions. Want to buy a warranty for fucking years? Try yeah. Try and sell you on everything but the iPad. Because I'm like, I came in like, give me an iPad, and it took an hour. And it, and it took an hour and. And it, most of it was like, well, so why are you buying this? And I just paste right next to the uh, on-sale Christmas <laughs> CDs. Huh? Huh, why? Huh? Most people say uh, travel. I don't know if I'll ever travel again. Um, work? No. No, it, it's just comics. Comic, that, bo- comic books. That's why I bought one. Yeah. It, comic, Solely for comics. Comic books? Yep. like. Yeah, I have it, no more room. It, it and I must scream. It was, it was the yeah. Uh, the Kindle has six gigs to play with, and then it'll just delete shit without. It will not give you a choice of what to delete. <laughs> That's so infuriating. <laughs> it's a lottery. It's so infuriating. Like uh, you just downloaded Deadpool. Now we're gonna go ahead and get rid of the entire Fantastic Four run. Like yes or no? Oops, too late. It's already gone. Uh, that was still re- yeah, my places were saved, and then that happened, and then fucking last week. Um, yeah, I'm a total comicsology idiot now. Like I, oh I tend God. to. It's so easy to just spend all of your. It's money. so easy to spend an enormous amount. Two dollars, two dollars, two dollars, two dollars. So I, I wake up, Give me it. I wake up on the weekend and I'm getting weird phone calls from New York, and I'm like spam, spam. I don't give a shit. And then um, I go out to eat with my friend who's visiting t- in town, and um, you know he's out of work, and I'm like, fuck it, I'll buy y'all drinks. I'm buying everybody some drinks. Put my card down. Get a phone call. Like <laughs> this is your bank, and there's an emergency. Uh, what uh, is that? What the, that's what all those phone calls were about? Like, <laughs> please hold, and then I hold for five minutes in my bank. Please call back again in an hour. In the meantime, <laughs> in, in, in the meantime, they 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 suspended my card. 
They suspended my card, yeah. and, and I finally like I, we have to like, ah, guys, let's hang out, have some more drinks, because I really need to see what's happening here. And I finally get a hold of the bank, and like, okay, we've noticed an enormous amount of strange activity in your card. I'm sorry, we're always very protective of this. We just noticed a lot of small. Uh, an overwhelming <laughs> amount of small charges to your to your account. I'm like, uh, uh, Batman's on sale. <laughs> Batman's on sale. I'm sorry. Image you know, had a 20 <laughs> number one sales. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, I bought all those number ones. Dude. Like, who knows when you're going to need them? I have multiple sets. <laughs> okay, my, now this mindset, uh-huh. this is me in 1993 mm-hmm. in an actual comic store. Mm-hmm. Like, every comic I could buy... Because that's in the 90s boom mm-hmm. was like comics, 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 50 new number ones every week, sure. buying all of them, mm-hmm. and then going home. These all suck. Some, Only now yeah, I'm uh-huh. stuck with them. Well, but, but, but now there's more choice, and I have a lot more ground to cover. Well, The and, fact that I'm going through like Civil War and having a blast. And I think yeah. it like locks you in, or it, it feeds into the same mentality as Steam sales. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, these are 99 cents. Well, I'd never buy... I'd never buy these comics for three dollars, but ninety nine cents, I'd be a fool. And it's even it's even worse because that the would be a fool. going back to the uh, what are you reading? Because I normally if like if it's ninety nine cents, I don't give a shit. I'll put them all in there. Yep. I don't care. And and but I hadn't bought newer stuff, and then I really wanted to. Hey Henry, is there a fucking Miles Morales Ultimate Collection out yet? And like, ah, it just came out. There's no digital version. And I look, and all those. After a certain threshold, I think like a I year. Think once they're collected, once they're collected, they, they become half price. price. Yes. And so, like, there was a there's a collection of issue one through six out on Amazon for sixteen dollars. In Comicsology, it's ten to twelve dollars. So I'm just like, yes, because I've been I've been <laughs> wanting. I have I got a I got Spider Man, and like, why bother starting fucking Spider Man if I don't know Michael Morales? Yep. And, I, and I loved, I really loved that. Um, I love yeah. Morales as yeah. a character. The same way I always related to Spider-Man, I somehow relate more because he's younger, uh, from a much more horrible background, has a lot more to lose. It's also your Hispanic African American background. Exactly, exactly. That's uh, uh, all right. We should before this segment uh, gets too long to not whatever. It has uh, been about forty-five minutes. Fuck. This is what happens when we have four people who actually read comics. Yeah. <laughs> Without Tyler to not talk. It's uh, no. Okay. Wait. I did want to talk about some comic book news. First off, Spider-Man's getting a sidekick. Oh, goodness. Can you believe it? Mega stop. He's getting a character named Alpha, who is... Uh, <sighs> the way they're introducing... As long as it's related. He's being introduced to... No problem. Wait, wait, wait. He's hey, getting inter- Spidey! He's getting introduced in the, in the <laughs> issue... He's being introduced in the issue that's the 50th anniversary issue. Mm-hmm. So he has an origin that's supposed to be kind of like Spider-Man. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I think. Can you believe it? I got stuck by this bee. I wouldn't <laughs> underestimate him as just the Spider-Man sidekick. I, I bet in six months he'll be a villain. Oh, that's, <laughs> I think yeah, that seems. That's like generally it. how every video game in the world starts off. Now, the person you are endeared to in the beginning, you will fight at the end of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they invest all that time, and it. it's not good for you guys that's to right. shake hands at the end. There's no need fun. for all that story unless you're going to beat it up. Okay. <laughs> now here's the sad thing. Fuck video games. Ed Brubaker is leaving Captain America. Oh, really? Uh, well, now, but you, Brett, you've been reading it with me. Like you'd I've say, his run it, is one run its course. Kind I of it. think it has. I I've been reading it since he's st- number one with Out of Time mm-hmm. and loved every single issue. I think the like I like, bet it, really loved it up I, until Cap came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, post Civil War, and then they 
I was still reading it, but when they split it into two books about a year ago, whenever that was. No, no, that was when, yeah. That's when I gave my, up. My problem was, yeah, I think the arc, uh, the arc from issue number one through death of Cap to return of Cap. Great. Like, that's the best, probably the best Captain America story that's ever been told. Has ever been. And I totally yeah. agree. But then It's after, like six, well, I don't know the actual number. I don't, don't remember, but I it's will, like. I, I'm not, I'm not. I think I'm, I might be too young to be wowed by action sequences. The action sequences in Brubaker's Captain America like enthrall me, make my jaw drop, and very happy it's, in a very just, old school way. It just makes Cap, who is a very tough character to get right. Yeah. You read it and you get it immediately. Having only recently discovered Brubaker, like, is that something I can just jump in? Like, cool, I Captain America. So. Mm-hmm. Start what? with Out of Time, Volume 1. Okay. Or no, that was that. Winter Soldier. How comics work. Out of Time is the name of the story arc. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. So, and it, an REM album, but it has Losing My Religion on it. I think you're going to have a good time. So Captain America, I think it was 2004 or 2005, yeah. Andrew Baker started Captain America number one. Okay. And that storyline was called Out of Time. Mm-hmm. And then that can carried into Winter Soldier and to other things. But the beginning of that all the way really through good. for years, like mm-hmm. I don't remember how many years. I like five, it, almost you'd five say years. it ended in like 2010. Like yeah. A good five six, years of yeah. issues where every issue was... Was good, and it's a continuous story. It's too. one big story. No, it's, cool. it's amazing. It's really is one of many comics, and it's not like it. I, do, I never felt like it got super convoluted and like wait 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 mm-hmm. I have to reread this page again. I don't. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? It was just spy thriller, cool yeah. characters making other characters who normally don't get a lot of play seem cool, like Falcon and Black Widow get to yeah. have their moments. Bringing Bucky back, yeah. which was the golden rule of Marvel: only Bucky stays dead, and he <laughs> broke and he broke it and made it awesome, and no one complained. The internet didn't complain <laughs> about breaking the one rule Marvel had set because he did it so well. They loved they made Bucky. Him a badass. They made Bucky. He made Bucky so good that they wanted him to stay, stay Captain Cap. America. They didn't want real Cap back. It was <laughs> it was so well done. So and yeah, then, but eventually. He the, just kind of uh, he, he told his story. He told he his told story. his story, mm-hmm. uh, but he was still on Captain America. Yeah. And at that point, it was just like it, it, it lost some of its drive. I think they were still good stories after he la- after after Cap had come back, but it wasn't it wasn't the same. Yeah. And, uh, uh, though, so now he's wait. So uh, so anyway, so now he's just doing Winter Soldier and creator own books. Like he's really he's doing a lot more creator own stuff. You know what? We will do some more news on the other side. We realize this has been a long first half. But on the other end, we will talk a couple more news stories and then your answers last week's question of the week and then this week's question of the week. Thank you. Howdy-do, folks. This is the break in the episode here where we talk about how awesome the Laser Time Podcast Network is. So, Cape Crisis is hosted on the LaserTimePodcast.com, in case you've never visited before, which is home to the uh, fine programming like the Laser Time Podcast, where they just talk about cars, including the Spider-Mobile, maybe. It's in the picture, so I have to assume it's uh, talked about there at some point. Then also there's the VG Empire, the all about uh, the podcast that's all about video game music. And the most recent episode was just about Spider-Man, so you know I was excited. 
uh, to be on it. Anyways, also, on the if you like that podcast and these podcasts and the podcast network, there's ways you can help us out. On the right side of this, uh, no, on the left side of the screen, you're going to see a donate button. On there, you can help us out with anything you can to keep the lights on and the podcast free. Uh, also, if... Um, if you'd rather not donate and get something and get something for your money, you can buy T-shirts on a little helpful T-shirt link. And if you'd like to do even less than that, on the on the right side of the screen, there are links to Amazon. Click on those, buy anything for Amazon, and we get a little piece of that action. It really helps us out. Also, if you listen to the podcast on iTunes or Zoom, uh, and you have and you're not subscribing to it, please subscribe. Also. Make sure to review us. Give us five stars. Really helps us out. Really, really helps us out. We really appreciate it. And that's uh, really it. Except for last thing, which is Hank's Corner, my comic book pick of the week. Uh, the Incredible Hulk comic that's written by Jason Aaron with art by Mark Silvestri that just got collected. Uh, the first seven or so issues. It's a really interesting concept and in play on the Hulk, which is that the Hulk... Uh, this time Hulk and Banner have separated which I'll admit is not a totally new concept but this time the Hulk chose to reject Banner and it has this really interesting vibe of like that Banner is a jilted lover who does not like being broken up with by the Hulk and is trying to get back together with him it's really interesting I like it a lot you can pick that up on Amazon.com link that's on the page for this episode on LazerTimePodcast.com all right, and now back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! Super slide back here in the Best Buy parking lot. Uh-huh. One time, video hamster wheel. Right after we fish Mark Summers out of this giant ant farm. <laughs> 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 you cracked yourself up, and I have no idea. <laughs> because he got he got overly specific in the double there reference. Yeah, Damn. all right. Too deep. Too deep. Mark Summers With these would BK nights. It's it's space camp. <laughs> I made that same joke on AIM to Chris like yesterday. Yeah. Or BK nights. BK, in space. BK, nights. BK nights space camp. Uh, that was all they gave away. All the yeah. footwear is by LA Gear. These shoes light up, Mark. Um, might as well start right, the show. Coming up to the Sunday slide. The Sunday slide. Wait till these kids ever learn. Don't put your feet on the goddamn slide. It's always impossible for people who've never seen the show. Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> Uh, Just like the people right. who enter Nick Arcade and are like garbage at the game. Uh, They're like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ring a ding ding. We're back for the second segment. Oh, what superhero was that? Sammy Davis Jr.? <laughs> did you really edit out that great conversation we had no, about Mark okay, Summers? No, okay, we should. Let's just keep that Mark Summers conversation. Did. Henry, what program do I use to edit with? <laughs> uh, edit Machine. There he goes. <laughs> Guys, 
Guys, we talked about uh, we talked about other news, but I think Chris had said he had one news piece he wanted to share oh, on the uh, other side. Just that Batman and Superman are finally appearing together in a movie. What? It's a Lego movie. Oh, I had heard <laughs> that. And now we're done. News over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, news over. But it's, I think it's the first time they'll do that in a movie on the, potentially on the big screen. That is, Fuck. yeah, sure. that is interesting to me. But they're Lego versions, I'm guessing. Uh, so no, they're, doing they're just, they're just fans of movie. Lego. It'll be it'll be uh-huh. it'll be Brandon Roth and Michael Christian Keen, Bale, Michael Keaton, and Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Master Wine, you need to pick up your Legos. And you have it. I can Not for those Legos, are for the people of Gotham. <laughs> Not everything. Didn't give them every Lego. Not all the pieces. <laughs> Lego Rachel. Isn't it about time you moved up to techniques, Master Wine? <laughs> your, Lego, your Legos must be more severe. <laughs> God damn it. All right, guys. Woo. What? So, uh, K-Price's <laughs> listener question number 17. That was, what's your favorite or least favorite Stanley cameo in something? <laughs> oh, God, I know what mine is. Brett, why don't you share with us? Okay, so I've mentioned this before, but you can probably find YouTube videos of it, mm-hmm. but not in a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that Iron Man Fantastic Four cartoon, Power Hour. <gasps> I remember he'd introduced uh, that. Adventure Hour. Yeah. He would come on in between the cartoons, <laughs> and yep. it was, and this is funny because this was, uh, what? It's like 96 15 years ago mm-hmm. and he's 15 years older than he was then <laughs> and back then we were like wow it really is like they just hit re- like here comes Stanley just turn the camera on just let him go <laughs> and he would just walk up and just have this soliloquy about nothing and there was just one where he was talking about Banshee <laughs> but the set was a graveyard wow. and he's like who knows if the uncanny Banshee may be somewhere nearby and you're I, like, I have a clip of this and you're like Banshee's not it's like a 30 second clip. That sounds right. The power Marvel Action Hour. Greetings, culture lovers. Even though Iron Man has to face vicious villains almost every day, at least he gets to face them with such dynamite partners as Spider Woman and the Scarlet Witch. But Tony Stark won't have much time to appreciate them today because he has to battle a duplicate Iron Man who's more powerful than he is. You know, lots of people think, boy, it must be real cool to have a suit of armor like Iron Man, and it probably is. I can, but I can see the director behind the camera just, cut, cut. I gotta see, he's still really good. He's still, I just see the producer behind that just with the, just, across his neck. I, somebody stop, stop. in wardrobe, like, can we get the... Like, take some, some of the golf clothing pants. off. Can you take the blue blockers <laughs> off at yeah. least when you do this? Yeah. He looks uh, a the, thousand years older, and it's like 1990. Yeah. I didn't even that didn't even occur to me. He never doesn't wear sunglasses. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's corrective ha- sunglasses. He's an old man. Uh, but those, <laughs> those were always my favorite. I would come home from high school, and um, in between not having sex, I would watch uh, Iron Man and Fantastic <laughs> Four cartoons. <laughs> Not having sex would bookend that event. Uh, I'm all day, really busy, just scrambling for porn. Mitch, do you have one? <laughs> Not really. I mean, you guys talked a little bit about it last week, about mm-hmm. how, and I'm kind of on the same page as you guys, that it's really fucking distracting just yes. to be watching a movie and be like, all right, this is okay, and then have him show up and go, Excelsior, for believers, and it just rips you right out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just over at that point. That's yeah, why it was so of. great in Avengers. They saved it for the very end when you were already like, You'd already yeah, that's cool. climaxed anyway. Like you're just in the 
applause period. He was in the like, lion yeah. bed and have a cigarette period. We'd like to yeah. applaud Gun Cannon D for his uh, never-ending gift of Raul Julia's M. Bison <laughs> shooting lightning from his fingers. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> you like that? Uh, yeah, he said a lot of people in the comments uh, in the forums brought up um, TV show cameos, which I did not take into account. Yeah. Like, Chuck? Chuck in the Big Bang Theory shows I will Material. never, ever, ever watch. Correct. Ever. Uh, and then, uh, let's see Oh here. my god, I gotta see if this Simpsons one will load up. I'm the Hulk. This is a really good one. <laughs> oh please, you couldn't even change it to Bill Bixby. Come on, damn it, change! <laughs> oh, forget it. I really did it once. <laughs> I just wish you had the power to leave my store. <laughs> Thank you, this Stabby sa- Joe. This sounds like postseason ten. Oh yes, oh, it has that, to be. That's why the only okay. YouTube video available is somebody pointing a fucking uh, but, flip right. cam at the television. That episode on <laughs> the DVD has commentary with Stan Lee. Are you serious? Stan Lee. Well, yeah. Oh, they couldn't. They got Stan Lee to appear on the commentary. <laughs> Stan right, Lee right. showed up for a half hour. Stan Lee <laughs> <laughs> went where he was told and said something. <laughs> no, it was funny, especially because like the Simpsons writers are comic nerds, so they're fawning yeah. over him and they have these awesome bits where like one of them asks like are you mad that you didn't create Wolverine and Mm -hmm. then somebody else one of the funniest parts is Al Jean who's been the head of the Simpsons for years Mm -hmm. who hates the No Homers Club and people bitching on the internet about the Simpsons then asks Stan Lee like two different nerdy questions and and he's like, well, why is he... The Watcher says he never interferes, but the Watcher always interferes. And then they said, didn't you... Did you send him letters as a kid? He's like, yeah. He's like, and yet you hate the <laughs> internet commenters now. But you gave Stanley all this shit That's as a kid. That's what it's like to look yeah. to the right. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Show. Mr. Hey, good. good. Uh, Gears of Rabies says, uh, Rise the Silver Surfer. I, this was kind of, just that he can't get into the wedding. He's denied uh, yeah. access to the way. I should be here at the time. Only because that movie was like like just comedy all throughout and like yes. there was nothing there was no tension to break. Ugh. I kept waiting for one of the actors contracts to run and be replaced well, by somebody else like a David Lynch. Like film. out of all the cameos you can have, you have Brian Posehn as the priest like what Dearly even? beloved. Why would you I'm even Paul Ryan uh, <laughs> and Al Gore. Uh, Al Gore's Paul Ryan. Al Gore. Um let's I see will. here. I will Rip. Um, <laughs> Gears of Rabies said, said despite already. its... Well, fuck you. All right. Um, uh, farts are perfume for gay people. I want to welcome farts. a valued four member first time poster, yeah. S. My D. No, it says Smide. He says, if it weren't for the caps, I would mm. be able to mistake that. I don't know. A lot of these people are picking the same ones. Like, mm-hmm. say, no, the Thor cameo is cool. I yeah. like Spider. Or I like the Simpsons. Caesar said that as well. Well, let's, we got to make this quick anyway. Yeah, we so got to speed this in. up. Guys, I'm sorry we're running a bandwidth. Yes. So, Rose, I talked earlier about, about reviewing <laughs> oh, the Amazing Spider Man game. Comic book games, that, they happen all the time, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you, uh, it's crazy, huh? But it's crazy how few of them are. Any, in any way decent. Mm-hmm. So, without talking about the Arkham City games, because those just win. Those oh, are no. number one. Where do I go? What are your favorite, personal like favorite, superhero comic book games? Mm. 
I'll start, and they don't even have to be superheroes. They can be about comic books like the Walking Dead games that just came out. Mm. I haven't played those, but they could be good. You should. They're really good. Uh, I am going to go with Spider-Man. <laughs> wow. Like there was uh, any kind of tension there. For that. I'm going to go with the Ultimate Spider-Man game. Oh, fuck. That was a good one. Because yeah. I play that he used cel-shadedness awesome, and it was written by Brian Michael Bendis. looked just like the art that was in Ultimate Spider-Man at the time by Mark Bagley. Mm-hmm. And basically fit in the storyline, yeah, too. Introduced Ultimate Beetle, too. Oh, that's right. The mm-hmm. first appearance of the Ultimate version of Beetle in oh, the game. I'm going to defeat Spider-Man. And it was one of the... <laughs> <laughs> and he had to play his Ultimate Venom the whole Jesus. time. It was pretty oh, cool. Yeah. You had to switch between them. And just the... It really embraced being a comic book. Like, I don't think any Spider-Man game since was proud of its comic book heritage. Ah, as proud I was completely against the top seven you wrote this week. But that's okay. What? We don't talk about that on these Wait a minute. No, mm. I talked good about it. You'll see a different you'll see a different thing that talks about right. my love of Ultimate Spider Man. Alright, Mongo. Um, <laughs> mine is the Sunsoft Batman game. Which I oh. I can't attribute well, technically based on a movie. It was, but like that's Batman. However, these are also all my choices, so I'm leaving you're leaving with nothing, by that's, the way. That's <laughs> true. You still have everything LGN ever did. Um but that just because I want I Brad, maybe you can help with this. I can't attribute anything else to the wall cling. I don't At know. At that time that was unique. That Ninja was Gaiden, totally unique. Ninja Gaiden, it did, it Ninja did. Gaiden did it in eighty nine, mm-hmm. but uh, Batman, it wasn't so much a wall cling, it's just a repeatable wall, wall jump. jump. Like so he, it was very cool. So I imagine his fucking wrist what, digging no, in. Could Mega Man not do that? No. Alright, fuck, I'm lying and making things up. No. Well, the X Come. could do wall jumps, but that was That's like way later. years later, Henry. Yeah. Alright. I was Come agreeing on. with you. I I knew I know when X came out. I don't know shit about your company. <laughs> what company? I'm here representing VG Empire. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I make video game music podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I'm unemployed. Mm-hmm. The Chris Batman Sunsoft good thing. Batman Sunsoft. It's great. To a far lesser extent the Return of the Joker. Not a far lesser extent. But I, I just didn't have the history with that one. Right. right. I apologize. And then maybe, based off comics we said, mm-hmm. ColecoVision Smurfs. That game is hard as dicks. It, it, you would you trip over so many picket fences and grass blades. <laughs> blades of grass just murder you. <laughs> yes. like, and it's really sad because there's there's no continues either. So you yeah. always start over from the beginning. Smurfs. Well, it's only four screens long, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So. Mitch, I can't think of a favorite, but I can think of two interesting games, and mm. both of them are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games, <gasps> both based on that 2007 CG movie. What? So, oh, wow. so the console one is not great. You mean the 1000? Achievement, achievement points game. Mm-hmm. But aside yes. from that, like the, I mean, it's great for that. But aside the, from the that, the one where Michelangelo can wear a Michelangelo costume and yes. fart on command. Correct. Mm-hmm. That game is straight up Prince of Persia with Ninja Turtles. Oh Jesus! And it's like yeah. that. That game was the test bed for that 2008 terrible Prince of Persia. Mm. That this was the way better Prince of Persia. Oh, game. That's right. They, mm. It was Ubisoft. Wasn't yeah. It, right? I mean, it was wow. the same game except Turtles was better yeah. by design for a lot of reasons. I, so yeah, that game was just. I am not agreeing with not you. Not sure. I'm going to go with you on this. There I, I, are a I, I lot. Really, you're in a room full of 2008 Prince of Persia lovers. I pop, don't like pop. that game. Not a fan. <laughs> anyway, so the the better version of the what? TMNT game is the Game Boy Advance version, which uh, is just River oh, yeah. City Ransom. I heard. It's I heard about so that. So fucking good. Because the DS one got like the lowest scores well, ever. It's because it was like a terrible version of the sure. console game. But, but this was I like, all right, what about if we just made it? And the guys who made the GBA one made the Scott Pilgrim game. I mean, that makes sense, but I didn't know that. Uh, but it, it, it is the Scott Pilgrim game, mm-hmm. straight up. So that game, awesome. is, that game is badass. Oh. I should dig that up. I bet that's cheap. I'm going to download yeah. that legally. <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, it's, 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 no jokes. one makes that possible. <laughs> no, I know. Brett, Brett. Uh, I don't, I don't, come on, Brett. Oh, really? 
Do you, well, do you have a personal favorite, even though you know it might not be the greatest? Well, childhood I'm trying to think or, of anything that I... You must have played Captain America the Avengers. Yeah, or, but it's like... It's a, was Master Higgins ever in a comic? No. <laughs> it's just like nothing really stood... I, I, Mario's in a manga. Come on, you. I mean, yeah, the Sunsoft Batman and obviously Ultimate Spider-Man was great for that exact same reason mm-hmm. I played to hell. But if I just go one step back, I mean, the easiest, another like third easiest answer is Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2. Yeah. Even yeah. though I think Web of Shadows is actually the better game, and as a black uh, costume fan, yeah. it's way cooler. But still, oh, man, two, two is that big deal. Like only two, Arkham and Spider-Man Two have nailed what it's like to yes. be that superhero. And two was like I was like beside myself mm-hmm. with joy, being able to swing through that city, and it felt right, and the frame rate was good, and the draw distance was fine, and standing mm-hmm. up on top of a building. In that day and age, like that, that technology, it was still really fresh. Like, yeah, there was GTA and Vice mm-hmm. City had been out by that point as well, but I, we hadn't done San Andreas yet. We hadn't that notion yeah. of a game wasn't super played out yet. So to mm-hmm. see, well, here's one, and it's Spider Man, and the web slinging feels perfect. Mm-hmm. Gameplay is not that great. The combat's not that great. The villains and mm-hmm. everything about that game is not that great. But Swings of the City is awesome. And collecting all these little tokens, like, I would have just paid $50 for that game. Mm-hmm. It's just a Manhattan with shit to collect. So when Ultimate Spider-Man came out and tied it all together and mm-hmm. did a bunch of cool stuff with it, I, I liked it a lot more. But mm-hmm. it nerfed some things from the, from the, the movie one. Yeah. Like, the way the web swinging works slightly changed. Yeah. So then by, that's why when I finally played Web of Shadows, I was like, whoa, this is, this is the one. Like, this, the it, combat is good. You can just stay in the air almost indefinitely fighting mm. people, and you feel That's acrobatic and strong. The combat is the best because you're just like and you s- zipping from dude well, to dude. As, zip also, punch, as a black punch, costume punch, fan, zip. like sliding up a building on your knees and then in midair, like switch costumes while the symbiote comes out. Oh my god, oh, that yeah. sounds amazing! And then and then swing and then do this crazy and all the and the two costumes play differently. So amazing is very acrobatic mm. and flashy. This is Web of Shadows. Okay. It's very acrobatic yeah. and flashy and quick and fun and bouncing around. And the black costume is just bam! Like, mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. huge heavy hits with the tendrils come out. But then like you can switch on the fly in between yeah, combos. Yeah, it's kind of insane. And yeah. you play... And just doing like prototype all the... would be if it was a good game. No, sir, I, I had heard that like prototype... Yeah. The prototype team was very informed by the dudes at Shaba working on Web of Shadows like six months. And they already made the open world Manhattan six. game with Hulk. Now, it's so yeah, yeah. That, you, and, that and Hulk Ultimate Destruction. If I uh, another shout out, there yeah. you go. That if is you, another incredible game. If you no pun intended. Oh. If you haven't played Web of Shadows, play that. Please play that before there is you pay a sixty dollars for Amazing Spider. There's a link to that game on. Uh, LaserTimePodcast.com on our Amazon recommendations Is where we're giving away a twenty dollars gift certificate. Just comedy. But how much do you think Web of Shadows costs right now? Eight dollars. Eight dollars. Twelve dollars. Henry, Brett, you want to take a guess? A dollar ninety. You should What thirty bucks? Is it on it's the other? It's thirty dollars. I bought it. Activision. I bought it three years ago. It's for still- for ten dollars. It's because the word got out. I think so. That it's good. I think so. Because I've been on like nine podcasts this week talking about Spider Man. Because it's like when it came out, I was so fatigued by. Yep. Well, I reviewed all five versions of Spider Man three, which was yep. Sorry. Here's the next movie version. I reviewed PS two. Garbage. We garbage. You know who? Three sixty PS three. All bad. And then I'm like, I'm done. Not get credit for that Spider Man game. Treyarch. Well, yeah, Treyarch yeah. was heavily involved with that. I thought oh, it yeah. was NeverSoft, but it was Treyarch. It's Treyarch. Yeah. It's, it's Web well, of Shadows. I played late because I, I don't know. It was two mm. of my friends from back home were like, yeah. "Wait, you didn't play that?" Well, like, no. You know what? 
it's funny you should say that about reviewing them because of your disdain for reviewing those Spider-Man games. Web of Shadows got to be my first big review ah, for the site, mm. mostly because you probably said, this is bullshit, I'm going to play and give it this dumb new guy. Yes. And then when I reviewed it, nobody believed me when I said it was good. It really annoyed <laughs> me. Like, you're like, you like you came to me four months later ah. like, yeah, Web of Shadows is awesome. Like, I fucking told you I guys. I don't think that's there true. I wrote a, fact, a glowing preview of okay, that that I saw in a Call of Duty event. Brett and Michael both didn't believe in me. And on top of all we that. We had pretty good reason to doubt because you also had first review goggles. Yes. Mm. Well, it wasn't my the first know, review, know, but it was my first big one. And also, then on top of that, like I feel like a month later we did a feature of called like inferior games that were better than their real ones. And we put Web of Shadows in there, even though I was saying over and over again to Shane, who was writing it, no, the console version is really good. The, I played the DS version, and it's not as good. I did. Please believe me. Yeah, the DS version was like a Symphony of the Night kind of thing. Mm. That was not... It wasn't bad. It, it wasn't, wasn't bad. bad. It wasn't bad. I remember how interesting that concept was until it was been repeated with every movie superhero game ever. <laughs> yeah, This it is was... a traditional side scroller for you, for you, for you old schoolers. Who the fuck? Who, what old school game fan is buying the way. DS version yeah. of a movie licensed title? Don't and then they work out with the, the Thor. The Thor, really Thor, Thor suffered as a result oh, God, of that. Man. And that Batman Brave and the Bull get way forward. Yeah, somebody, way, somebody send them a nice message on Twitter. Way forward is good stuff. Some, anyways, guys, I guess that's the end of our show. Um, I'm surprised yep. you didn't say the um, based on the Udon comic, uh, Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 <laughs> is your favorite comic book uh, game. You know, I don't have to do that, right? No? All right. Well, anyway, guys, uh, you know... Making up for the lack of Capcom material Seth Seth spit out on this week's Laser Time on LaserTimePodcast.com, entitled Badass Cars. So if if you want to help us out, caught in the uh, What was the the, the, the episode about, Henry? What? What was the last week's Laser? (laughs) Uh, But anyway, guys, you can... In the forums, comment on this week's episode and let us know what your favorite comic book video game is. Mm -hmm. And then next week's episode, I'm betting, will be very Spider-Man-centric because we will have seen Spider-Man by that point. As opposed to what? (laughs) No, but I think think a lot of our listeners' favorite episodes were the the Avengers one and our Mm -hmm. reactions to it, so... Maybe people will be excited to hear our I, reactions to Amazing Spider-Man. Maybe hope, I'll be in that one, too. I'm hoping to be surprised by this movie. I am hoping, hoping, I hoping. want it to be good. Let's all... Yeah, we should all... Let's we go we should all have now. the 4th of July off, yes? Yes. Let's, Evo? I'll be at Evo. Mm. Uh, oh. That's not only until the... But we broadcast live. How are we going to do this? It's a Thursday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the magic, uh, the life will make it happen. Right. Life will find a way. By the way, so, uh, we'd just like to announce Nora Ephron is dead. Nora Oof. Ephron is dead. I don't know what that means. Age of 171. Anybody else want like to plug Zach things? Mom? Oh, want to plug anything, Mitchie? Rebuy comic reviews on IGN.com. Oh, yeah. I wrote a couple of those. Reviewer, professional comic book reviewer. IGN.com. Oh, comic I've book never reviews. Yeah, I wrote, okay. com- I wrote a couple comics reviews. Oh, did you really? This week. Yeah. Awesome. I wrote the review Woo. for Fatal number six and TMNT number eleven. Awesome. I really like Fatal. Have you? It's still good. TMNT this, is not. You're just starting to get into <laughs> Brubaker, huh? Yeah. You should really. If you like Fatal, you should read Criminal by the same. I have, I have Coward. I read okay, Coward's great, but like Sleeper. Sleeper's good. Sleeper's really good, but Criminal's my favorite. Criminal I, is. I yeah. lent you his the last Criminal one, which is about Archie comics. Like, yeah, that was really the, good. my favorite comic book of last year. Like the best huh. comic. Criminal, book. all of them are great. I'll get there. I have so many fucking comics to catch up on. It's stupid. Yeah, I know. There's no yeah. time to read them. Anybody else plugs? Uh, I will plug uh, Ultimate Spider-Man 
Volume 2. Miles Morales, my new favorite fucking hero. Wait, yeah. Ultimate know. Comics. Ultimate Spider-Man. Comics Spider-Man Volume 2. Uh, Ultimate, Com- Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate 2 Volume 2 volume is two. called Learning Curve. Okay. <laughs> and it's about him fighting Make the kingpin. That's why it was so hard to Google. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. And we'll see you all next week. At the week. movie. <laughs> <laughs>